It's officially legit. Okay, I can't even talk right now. That's how long of a break we've it, had. This is so <laughs> irregular. Like, I but it's, know. You already know. It's episode 69. 69. I can't think of nothing clever to say because you already know what it is. I'm about that life. 69. We're here. The square root of 69 is 8 something. Yep. Who said oh, that? actually, it was Drake, that- right? Yeah, and actually that ties into one of our cringe moments. Finding the yes. square root of various numbers. Oh, I thought you were talking about Drake, because Drake is always fitting for a, for a cringe moment. Mm. No, unfortunately he is not part of our our cringe moment um, this this week, but that, that reference was a Drake song. Yeah. So, yeah. Drake is definitely in our cringe... Uh, Hall of Fame, though. We've done quite a bit of Drake cringe moments. He's kind of on my um, list of people who annoy me. Nice. He just, he just keeps doing stuff that's like, why would you do that? Why, would, why are you know. doing that? Before we do our intros, you want to do any shout-outs? Yes. I would like to make a shout-out to um, Gucci Mane and Waka Flocka Flame for bringing out their wives at Rolling Loud. I think that's really cool and really sweet. Um, I like. I know Waka was married. Yeah. Um, he brought her out. I like to make a shout out to um. Let's see. Um, Phrase Donuts for and Matt for getting me a bagel this morning. Um, what about you? Um, I like to give a shout out to Ricola. For having really good uh, cough drops. <laughs> Regola. Um, shout out to um, man. Shout out to everybody that came out to Rolling Loud. Mm-hmm. When I say that, that's a general statement because there's seventy thousand plus people, right? But like, shout out to everybody that I fuck with that came out. You know what I mean? I I made the time to at least try to see everybody that I could, mm-hmm. at least for a second. You know what I mean? And it was good. It was good seeing everybody that I saw have a good time. And, of course, shout out to people that are listening right now. Maybe you just saw his episode 69 and you're like, all right, got to check it out now. Or maybe you've been listening since the beginning. Shout out to you. This is going to be a the A bigger final. shout out to the ones that have been listening to the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> The, this is going to be the last episode of season four, and then we're going to be taking a break. But <clears throat> before that happens, this is going to—it's been a—it's been a minute since you've put out an episode. So this and Rolling Loud just happened. So buckle up your seatbelts, folks. Yeah, it's going to be—it's going to be a wild episode. So why don't you hit, hit them with your intros, Kat? Oh, <laughs> this is Cat, um, aka. How much hair you cut off? A lot. I have a haircut. I got a haircut. You know, I, saw, I saw you posted that and I knew you were going to do that as an intro. <laughs> AKA, I've got 
Three art shows coming up May 31st, June 14th to July 2nd. Remember, aka, I have an improv joke, and I really think this is only going to appeal to a very, 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 very small percentage of people, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Round of applause. Let me see the ass cat. So you have to be a Walk the Flock Flame fan too. <laughs> get it. AKA, um, I've unfortunately become someone who asks people for their birth chart. It happened yesterday. I'm so sorry. AKA, Filipina Colada. Wow, that was a very cringy intro. Well, I'm not gonna well, lie. Whatever. You already know it's your boy Wilson, AKA, I saw Kid Cudi perform, so I'm never going to hell. AKA, you know, I, t I was talking to Meg The Stallion about um, potentially me being uh, her husband, hot boy. And then <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> she, I, she was like, "We're not, we're not really taking applications for a hot boy, but the moment we do, you're first in line." So shout out to her. Oh, she's the best. I told her, "Let me drive the boat." <laughs> she was like. I got you. AKA, um, Rolling Loud was an incredible weekend, but sh the biggest shout out goes to Nardwar. Yeah. Because he, he, he legitimately, he, re he reached out. He said that he wanted to do it. He said that he really rocks with it. He's been wanting to do it since year three. And he finally got the opportunity because the schedule was free. And he was a fan of a lot of artists that he wasn't able to interview. So he actually went and watched a lot of sets in the crowd as GA. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And still got a lot of really crazy interviews. So shout out to Narvar, man. He's a legend. I saw an um, interview with Big Baby Scumbag. And you could tell... It wasn't really even an interview. They were just talking um, mm -hmm. in the video. And you could tell how big of a fan he was. A genuine Nardwai, fan. Nardwar should be an A and R. I, I told him that too. Like he, he has he he knows the hip hop game so well, like anywhere from the mainstream to the underground and everything in between. Like he just knows everything. His a &R? knowledge is crazy. What's yeah. that? The people that basically make things happen in the industry. Oh. He he should be in the industry more a little more than just doing interviews. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, maybe that's all he wants to do. Maybe that's his maybe. thing. Maybe. Shout out to you, um, Nardwar. Yeah, shout out to Nardwar, man. Nardwar! Um, AKA, man, shout out to, I mentioned Kid Cudi already, but shout out to Kid Cudi for making me, Quavo, Takeoff, and Sweetie cry at the same time. <laughs> that was that was an incredible moment. Um, more on that in a little bit. And AKA, man, shout out to you, Kat, because um. You came through. You looked out for my brothers. Aww. When I mean, honestly, I could have just made them suffer and take an Uber, but you looked out for them. And shout out to you. Aw, thanks. Wow. <laughs> well, it has the Rolling Loud five fifth year. It has come and it has gone. How are you feeling? Well, I'm. I feel like I'm dead still. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I'm dead. Um, I don't think I've worked as hard as I did for it. I, I, see, I feel like I say this every year, every rolling loud, but this time more than ever, like, 
the load of responsibility that I had was insane, you know? Uh-huh. Um, well, how and... was it different from previous years? So somebody made a joke, right? Somebody made a joke. It was like, oh, I take a pictures of you every Rolling Loud, and i never seen you with a radio. Like, they gave me a radio, which means I, I was important. Wow. You know what I mean? No, in, in all seriousness, like, I... I found myself at different points of the weekend doing different things that I don't, that I didn't expect myself to do. At one point, I was security. You know what I mean? I was security. I was stage manager. I was accounting. I was contracting department, which was most of the weekend. Um, I I watched this kid hop over the fence, and I I like picked him up and threw him over the fence. Which fence? I I saw a lot of fence hopping over the weekend. No, the like backstage, like he was. Coming oh. In. Like he was coming in, and like there like there was a security guard that was dealing with with him, like something else, so like I picked him up, <laughs> then I threw him over the fence. Wow! See, if all, <coughs> the, all those kids at Rolling Loud, they're really good at climbing. They're climbers. They will just jump climbers. up. <laughs> So you know the the big Rolling Loud logo, yeah. like people take pictures with. You know what I'm talking about? The chain or the one like that's... by by the entrance, like just a regular one. Uh huh. The one that has like the two poles that are yeah. holding it up. Yeah. I saw I saw people like climbing it up. Yeah. And climbing up on top of it and like taking pictures on top of it and shit. It's such a small walk space on top, but there all it takes is one gust of wind to like blow somebody off. Yeah, there are people climbing on everything. There are people climbing on everything. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. Where do we start with this episode? Hmm. Friday. Thursday? (laughs) Wednesday? (laughs) Let me think. Okay. So I guess I gotta start my story with the t- the Tame Impala show. What Tame Impala show? So there was a Tame Impala show the Tuesday before Rolling Loud. There was a Georgia Smith and Kaliuka show the Wednesday before Rolling Loud. And I had an intention on going to both, right? But I couldn't go. I couldn't go because I was stuck on site working until like almost midnight every night every mm-hmm. day you know what I mean so um I was a little hurt about that you know what I'm saying but the the good thing is um if I didn't if I didn't miss those shows then I probably wouldn't have been prepared for the weekend if you to be honest if you hadn't missed those shows if I did yeah Wait, if you ha- say that right? I don't know. Are you saying if you went to the shows, you, would, you wouldn't have been prepared? That's what I meant, yeah. Okay. If I went... I, I don't know why I said that backwards. Whatever. Um, so, like, it, you know, I was... I had people that were there waiting for me. Um, my date for both days were, was upset that I, that I didn't go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um... But there's a, there's a consolation prize because 
um, Mr. Kevin Parker from Team Impala basically hit us up for passes for Rolling Loud. Mm-hmm. So I actually met, again, Kevin Parker this weekend, or last weekend. What days did he go? Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Actually, just Saturday. Just Saturday. Wow. Who do you think I he went to see? I gave both, both days. I just think that he went Saturday. I think he just went to see Travis, to be honest. Oh. Yeah, he's a fan of Travis. Um, so, I, I'm, I don't know why I thought it was a good idea, right? I always do this to myself. But the new season of Fortnite dropped the Thursday of Rolling Loud, right? Mm-hmm. And it went live at like 6 a.m. So I told myself, all right, I'm going to wake up at 5, right? I'm going to do the update so it'll be ready by 6. I'm going to stream at 6. I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to go to the site. And we're going to work all day. We're going to be fine, right? (laughs) Well, it didn't happen that way at all. I woke up at 5. I went to do the update. I fell asleep. I woke up again at eight. People were people were waiting for me to stream. Like, did you announce, announce that you day, were? I announced the day before that I was in a stream at, oh. at six. Oh my god! So I was like, damn. Now I got a stream though. So gro- like groggy me, groggy as fuck. Like, well, like trying to stream was the worst thing ever, right? Like I have such a headache because like you know like when you wake up and you gotta move real fast. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I woke up and started moving real fast, and I had this big-ass headache. Um, and uh, I streamed. I streamed for an hour. It was a miserable stream. <laughs> um, and I gave away one more ticket to Rolling Loud to a Miami local. Um, and, yeah, I, I found myself... Um, the rest of the day miserable, right? Which is probably the, the the beginning of like. That was the beginning of me being very tired. You know what I mean. That was the beginning, or you ha- just haven't been. I feel like your tiredness is just a constant state of your existence. <laughs> well, that was like the first. <laughs> that was like the first day, in about a week for like about a week where I slept for like less than four hours, every day. Like, like literally, it was like for seven days of me sleeping like four hours or less every day. Um, so I, I, I guess maybe we should get like your, your, your rolling lot experience before we talk about mine. Okay. So we got there. We got to Miami at eight. Uh, not eight. Um, on Friday. And um, checked into the hotel, which, when I mentioned that I was in a hotel with Wilson, he was like, oh, okay, fancy. I'm like, I mean, we're also going to no, stay. No, that's not what you said. That's not what you said. What did I say? Like, oh, I, I'm, I'm in the elevator. I'm cutting off. In the elevator in a hotel. <laughs> that's the way well, you I said was. it. I was. I um, 
So the goal of the weekend was basically, I need to make sure that I am not tired. <laughs> I need to make sure that my energy is up so that I can last this weekend. That was the primary goal. So uh -huh. we rest, we took a rest at the hotel and then didn't go to Rolling Loud until maybe like eight o'clock that night. So uh -huh. we had gotten there earlier that afternoon but decided to go there a little later. Um, who performed on Friday? Oh, so there's Cardi B. But before and that, Migos. and Migos, and before that we saw YG. <coughs> mm -hmm. um, before all of that, we had to get our um, our passes, and so we did not. We were we were kind of dumb. We did not expect there to be that big of a line, but it was Friday, and so oh, we yeah. got there. There was that, that, that was the biggest line. It was a huge line, and um, I was like, "No, there's no way that like we should wait in this like line with the with G with GA people if <laughs> we have non GA passes. Like, I'm not gonna wait with GA people because that's I, I felt really bougie. I was like, first the hotel, now this. So I was like, See, "No, we're gonna find a different line." The thing is, we had twelve. There was twelve lines going on. Yeah. But it was just so many people. And what happened is the people that were holding it up were the ones that are like, I'm on the list. You mm -hmm. know, and, and they weren't on the list. Yeah. So I found the line to get to the people on the list. People kept like, it was kind of off to the side so you couldn't tell. It just kind of looked like another little clump of people. And mm -hmm. you had these people come in and being like, the list? What's the list? And like there were these boys who looked like they were probably 13 years old. Like, the list? What's the list? Oh, I'm just gonna stay in line. Um, so you have uh -huh. people like that. And while we were waiting there, um, I turned around and I saw Knox. Oh shit! Yeah, I was like, wait, we know each other. And he, apparently, he had been waiting for like a couple hours. So I was like, you need to go in front of me. He didn't know about that separate line. Um, things were getting things were getting pretty tense there. Like people were trying to cut people off, and there was this one girl in front of us who threw a $20 bill over the railing no so that she could, like, there was another girl in line and she's like, I'm going to give you money and you can, like, can I, like, catch up to you? So, yeah, she, she like, balled up a $20 bill and threw it over. Um, we eventually made it, though. Mm -hmm. Got in. Went straight to YG. And um, when I, like, shortly after being in the audience for a little bit, I turn and I see Patrick. I'm hey. like, oh my god, <laughs> what? And then he, I'm like, where are you going? And then he points over to Jordan. I'm like, oh my god. Um, I just kept seeing people that I knew. So we like hung out with them for a little bit. Um, then I knew that Cardi B was about to start. So Matt and I head on over to the other side of the, the venue. Um, get in the get in the crowd because I want to be as close as possible. Uh, and we're just kind of like hanging out there for a little bit. And I was in the middle of writing a tweet because this guy had looked at me and he was like, how do you look so clean? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> he, was, he was like, "Why? how do you look so clean? It's so hot. And I'm like, well, I got here like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. So I was tweeting about that. And as I was about, as I was tweeting that, Matt like grabs me and he's like, run! <laughs> And I'm like, what? And I turn around and I just see this like massive crowd of people running towards me. And so I'm like, 
okay, and we just start running, and I felt like we were in a movie. It was so scary. Um, what I thought was happening was I thought maybe there was someone who lost control of a vehicle. <laughs> that's what I thought at first, and I thought that's why we had to like run out of the way. Um, <clears throat> but then um, <clears throat> the way people were acting, I was like, oh, maybe this was more of like a shooting situation. So we're running, we're running. Um, some people are like falling, and like Matt is like carrying, like almost carrying me. And during this whole thing, I was like, "Wow, this is like kind of romantic." <laughs> Matt's like Look saving Matt. me right now. He's Matt's, like, he Matt's over here stepping it up. He like got into hero mode and was like like carrying me through and like making sure I wasn't falling. But there was this one girl who fell, and like he like went back and was like, "Are you okay?" And the girl was like, "Just keep going." It was very. Um, it was very intense. Um, so eventually we stopped running, um, looked around, we're like, what the, f why are we running? And then, then another crowd started running again. So there were like actually two or three waves of people running. It was very weird and very confusing. Um, and then you also had like the security, the cops like with giant guns telling us to get out. So we're like, should I be like panicking right now? Um, well, if you're standing in the way, the cops are gonna tell you to get out. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like a safety thing. If you're like, you can't just like stand around while people are running. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, at that at that point, it was more spread out. People had kind of like slowed down. Um, I oh, I saw this girl throw up. Like, imagine if you were drinking and then you immediately had to start running. Anyways, yeah. So or taking a bunch of other shit. So I was like, okay, I'm d I don't want to like leave yet because I don't even know why we were running. I'm not going to exit the venue. And then I hear Tarek on the mic and he's like, calm down. Everybody needs to relax. And I'm like, okay, I think we can start heading back now because we had gone all the way from like the middle of the crowd at Cardi for Cardi B all the way back to where like where the, um, like the gold GLD that station was mm -hmm. um so we were like heading back there and you guys were explaining that like there's no emergency nothing's going on and you know everything's being taken care of so the good thing about everyone running away was that matt and i were like a lot closer to the stage so that worked out because mm -hmm. it had like cleared out <clears throat> to get back um Everyone's just still kind of like tense, but looking forward to the show. Cardi B comes out amazing. She was amazing. I didn't realize like how great of her stage presence she has. She's incredible. She's, I posted that same night that like I think that she's top three, like right now, currently. And she grew there so quick. Yeah, she did. She, um, there was one point where, like, you could tell she was getting really, really hot. Like, it was a really hot night, and she was sweating. She has this, like, long, luxurious wig on, but I'm sure it felt like a sweater. And she was, like, fanning herself, drinking some water. And all of a sudden, she just, like, pours the water all over herself, and, like, everyone goes crazy, like, oh, my God, hurry me. <laughs> um... <clears throat> and she put on and the thing shirt. is like that she she actually like wraps her shit yeah like it is not like she like lets the crowd do it you know what i mean mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, I noticed that she she did have like a backing track, but only for a couple of the songs. I think it was like later mm-hmm. on in the set. But like you heard her voice, you could tell that she was she was rapping. Yeah. Um, and she had dancers. God, more people need to perform with dancers. It really like ups the entertainment value. But um, I was Loki, um, hoping that either Blueface or uh, Bruno Mars would come out, but it's okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> then after Cardi B, it was Migos, right? Yeah. Yes. Migos, we stayed for a little bit, um, but we had seen them perform last year, so it's like, gotta keep the goal in mind. <coughs> yeah, I got you. Gotta, gotta rest up. So, um, yeah, that was, we stayed for part of it and then head back to the hotel. It was cool, because the hotel had, like, you could tell everyone else was there for Rolling Loud, too, except for, like... Mm-hmm this one couple that were like I mean maybe they were there but they're probably like in their 60s I don't know right 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 um so Saturday let's see hold on what what What? the best way to attack this is like you you tell one day then I'll tell that same day okay yes love it alright alright so Friday I got to the venue at like um 9 9 a.m. Did some last minute adjustments, last minute, um, you know, wind ups and make sure everything was good with Cardi B and stuff like that. Um, even though Migos headlined, I it was treated as Cardi B was a headliner. Yeah, you know what I mean, like everybody, everybody knows that Cardi B should have been the headliner, but it's they're the same management and they kind of wanted it that way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I, doors open, we start the show, right? I wasn't able to see any sets that whole night with the exception of Cardi B and Ski Mask. Um, I was on stage for Ski Mask and man, that kid has come a long way. Holy shit. Like, I remember our first show that we did with him and he it was like in front of like 200 people right and they all knew the words to his shit and like now watching like it, his crowd was like maybe like 40 to 50,000 people like all know the words to his songs it's, it's kind of crazy you know what I mean he's growing so fast um so that was cool um I missed a lot of the people that I wanted to see on Friday but it's whatever, you know. Um, so, I I guess, like, my, my perspective of what happened when people were running was, like, unique. Because I was um, behind behind the stage getting Cardi ready to go and get on stage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so she's prepared. She's literally back there in, in like, we have like these artist shuttles that bring an artist from the artist compound to the stage. So she's in the shuttle. She's ready to get on. Like her DJ just got to get on and like, like warm up the crowd or whatever. Um, so he's getting out, and um, I walk towards our our offices. Right, 
I get in the office and all of a sudden, like literally all of a sudden, um, I see people backstage that I know shouldn't be backstage. Like, like these clearly look like fans that are backstage. Oh. And they, they don't know where they're going, right? So I'm like, what's going on? They look at me and they're like, I need your, we need your help. Um, the first guy told me, this is what he said. This guy got stabbed. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? Yeah, I heard it. I heard somebody yell that this guy got stabbed. I was like, hmm, okay. Um, <clears throat> I radio, I radio the security. I was like, I was like, where did you hear that? He was like, by the Ferris wheel. So I let him know. Um, and then I see more people, like triple the amount of people run, right? Yelling gunshots. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, so I, I have like a live feed on the radio of like different areas, right? Stage two and stage three were still going on. Like without like nothing happens, right? Stage one, it was uh, during downtime because we were waiting on Cardi B's DJ to get on stage. So, um, we have there's three there's three like big security areas that we took care of ever since like the Vegas shooting thing. Yeah. Um, one was we have like drones, um, sort of right. They had like, like it's just like you know for two reasons one is for the live stream and two is like to make sure that we're good on anything that happens right um we have you know marshals like on the roof of the stadium um and then we have you know police actual police in the crowd like not dressed as police you mm-hmm. know what i mean um so I tell head of security, but he already knows what's going on because um, his his guards are, are letting him know, like, you know, people are running. We don't know why they're running, right? We There's no gunshots heard. Nobody, nobody that they're asking can say that they heard a gunshot, mm-hmm. right? The only thing that they know is that this group, this group of kids yelled it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? Later on, we find out that this kid, there's like a video that's floating around, right? Of these two kids fighting. And one of the kids was like getting his ass whooped and nobody was helping him. And he yelled out gun, that he had a gun. And then everybody started running. Oh. But then like, like only the people that was around him started running. So then people saw them running and asked, why are you running? And then they were like, because that kid has a gun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think um, at the point where I was, if he didn't run, you had to run or else you were going to get trampled by all the people that were running. That's how many people were running at that point. Right, right, right. So, I walk back. Um, I walk I walk to our offices, right? I, I close the door. And I see a third wave of people running. Mm-hmm. Um, this time they're running towards the offices and they're trying to barge themselves in. Like I have to like hold the door back. You know what I mean? Because there's like 
there's money and contracts in the room. Like, I can't let nobody in here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And I watch them, like, run through a fence, right? Um, You know, I felt bad, but not really for them, right? I felt bad for the people that were actually there to try to enjoy the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like there's like a certain level, because all right, you have to you have to treat you have to treat those things seriously. You have to like mm-hmm. if I was if I was a fan and I heard somebody say that. I mean, personally, I would like to say my reaction is different. You know what I mean? Like, I would actually want to see what's going on first. I would, at least I say that. You know what I mean? I don't know because I, I wasn't in that situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, because of the stupidity of people saying shit like that, people got hurt. Yeah. That's 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 what happened. Like people hurt people in that situation. Like mm-hmm. I and, and you know, a lot of people blamed blamed us for that. But what what exactly could we have done? You know what I'm saying? To stop, mm-hmm. to stop a kid that was getting his ass whooped from yelling that, that he, and he didn't have it. You know. Yeah. So, but the show went on, and we let people back in. Mm-hmm. Not everybody came back in, but we we opened the gates for everybody to come back in on the left. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. The show went on. The show never stopped. Actually, mm-hmm. it, it's not even that the show went on. The show just never stopped. Car, like the head of security and the police let Cardi B know if nothing happened kids are overreacting she was like okay cool get me on stage you know mm-hmm. what I mean nothing happened do you think if something happened Cardi B would have got on stage no you feel me like that's it's crazy and not only that the other two stages the music never stopped like it just kept the show just kept going people were at those stages and didn't even know what was going on yeah. <clears throat> if something really happened, we would have to have stopped the show, evacuate everybody into the stadium. You know what I mean? There, there's like protocols for that shit. Where, how would you, how do you evacuate people? How is How many exits are there? There's a lot of exits that are not open until the, an evacuation zone were to happen, right? Obviously, like... Like an evacuation situation, we we like legitimately just open the stadium and put everybody in the stadium and then close it to make sure everybody's safe. Oh, you open the stadium, like the Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh huh. So you don't just like let people into their par- the parking lot area. No, no, no. Because no. like, I mean, it, it, like that's that's a safety thing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if there's somebody on the loose. With the weapon, we're definitely not letting anybody leave. But they could something to happen to them outside the gates. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. Whereas if you're inside the stadium, you're with like armed people and marshals and shit that'll protect people. Interesting. Hmm. Well, what did you think of Cardi B? She was incredible. She was incredible. We gave her. A trophy for the performance of the night and she I cried. I saw that. She cried? <laughs> she, she cried. Yeah. Is that she a new that thing? She cries for yeah, Best we performance? Best yeah. performance? Who else, um, who else got it besides Cardi B? 
And was it like each day? Yeah, I think it was Travis and Uzi. They got okay. Oh, I'm surprised she um, cried. <laughs> she says that she cries because this is like her, because she's the first one that ever won it. Oh yeah. Yeah. First woman, <coughs> first person in general. Mhm. Yeah. So that was my day one. So can you imagine? Can you imagine the, um, you know, afterwards? Obviously, you met with the team. We, we, we try to narrow in what exactly we could have done different. If we could have done anything different, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's it's one of those things, man. Like, we everybody has bad cell phone service. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. was like the other thing. Well, not everybody. People in the crowd had bad cell phone service. People in backstage, our service wasn't that good either, right? So the communication was just like a little off. So the first thing we had to address was was the internet. We added more Wi-Fi towers the next day. Oh, okay. We did what we could, but <coughs> there's only so much you can do. Yeah. In a situation like that, and I, I mean, I think we handled it well. I'm just glad I didn't fall. Yeah. Or lose a shoe. I think some people lost some shoes in the process. Right. Day. What did you think of Migos? I, I couldn't see Migos because I had to, when Cardi B got off stage, I had to go and um, handle some settlement stuff with her team. So I couldn't, I couldn't see Migos. I like, I got, I got to see Migos when she was done with the settlement thing and went back on stage to perform with them. Mm-hmm. So I saw them for like five minutes. They were cool. All right. Saturday. Saturday. Um... The longest day ever. Literally the longest day. Yeah, well, yes, but also I had, um, I still got there around at nighttime. Um, the day, that day though, for lunch, we found like the best buffet ever. And we ate there. Where? Um, oh shit. What's it called? Um,. Hold on. I, I'm going to have to find it, but it had, like, it was, like, a sushi, hibachi, and then some Asian food buffet. <coughs> it was so good. And it was, like, I think it was, like, just $14 or something like that to go. Um, hmm. I'll find it out, but I just remember it was so good. That's where we ate for, for lunch. And then we took a nap. <laughs> And then we went to a, up the pool at the hotel, Ooh. and then got ready. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all see how she said hotel, right? And y'all then see how she said hotel. Got ready for the show, and went over to rolling, to rolling loud. And when we got there, we got free parking. Shh, oh yeah. Have... Yeah, don't don't say that because that might not be free next year. Yeah, um, we accidentally got it. We just somehow magically got it. Um. How far was it? It was really close to the stadium. That's crazy. Compared to the night before, we were like we were pretty much right at the at the front. Um, but yeah, recommendation to anyone that's planning on going Rolling Loud, definitely drive yourself um, and just pay for parking. And if you have a Sun Pass, go with that because it's thirty. Well, at least this year it was thirty dollars for each day 
with your Sun Pass, and then $40 if you weren't paying um, with a Sun Pass. But it's just so much better than Ubering because you don't know how high the rates are going to be, and you have to like navigate your way to find your Uber because there are sh tons and tons of cars go um, trying to get through and tons of other people trying to get into their Uber. So <coughs> just drive yourself. Just drive yourself. It's worth it. So we added this thing called shuttles, right? Oh, Where yeah. Literally, you can take a shuttle to different parts of Miami for $10 and get your Uber from there. And I recommended that to a lot of people um, to do. Um, you, you know, you can use $10. It takes you to, like, five different parts of Miami, like, popular areas. And then you can call Uber from there because you're away from the stadium and it's a lot cheaper, you know? Yeah, that will that definitely helps. Because um, last year... Um, it can be so hard to, one, get signal, just Wi-Fi, and then, two, yeah. finding an Uber in the, like, mass of Ubers and cars and people that are around. So that right, right. that also works. Even you, though we added two more Uber, Uber zones, it still was the best for a lot of people. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I honestly, like, I, I tried to think about it. Like, what, what can we do to, like, make this easier? And we really can't because people just don't want to pay for parking. They'd rather Uber. Hmm. Like, the the from what I heard, the parking lot wasn't even ever ever like all the way full because everybody decided to Uber there. I think it's just easier. I mean, I guess if you're planning on getting like really like wasted, mm -hmm. you're right. No, you're right about <clears throat> that. But I don't know. I feel like you could get like if you really want to um, drink and stuff, do it earlier in the night and just sober up by the time. If you're going to be there Facts. until the headliner, you can, like, stop <laughs> drinking. <laughs> um, so, anywho, uh, that's what we did. Got free parking magically. Um, who was the first person that we saw? Hmm. We saw 21 Savage. Um, 21's performance was cool. It was awesome. It was so great. I almost threw my phone down onto the ground because I was just, like, dancing so hard. <laughs> Like, huh. ah! I was through. I never heard down. of somebody dancing during Twenty One Savage's set, but that's funny. Oh yeah, I was dancing, but I think at the time when I was doing, I was just like kind of like waving my arms, and then I just like waved it a little too hard and almost dropped my phone. Um, but it was great. He had a live band, which is really I I love it when rappers perform with live bands. They should do it more often. It just like it makes it feel like a fuller performance, you know? Yeah. Um, he was great. Um, and during during his performance, I was like going hard with the dancing, <laughs> and like this group of people, I don't even know, they were like hyping me up. It was great. I was like, wow, festival community. This is what it's all about, people. You know. Yeah, facts. Um, he was probably one of my favorites. And then we saw Waka. Which was... That was on Monster Stage? Yes. And he was really fun. Really fun. You could tell he was getting kind of, like, tired. <laughs> but he was still really fun. And people were... Everyone was really into music, singing along. Um, he brought out his wife, which is really sweet. And then at the end, you can tell he's kind of, like... He's become kind of, like, new-agey type. Kind of like a hippie, almost. Because he... 
started talking about how like he really believes in like the universe and how he wants to like send out positive vibes to everyone. <laughs> I was like, okay. What did he end his set with? He ended a... It was, um... Ain't No Mountain High Enough. That's all. What? Yeah. That's the song that he ended it with. Yeah, I heard his set was kind of weird. Um, so it wasn't... it, It was kind of weird in that he would, like, incorporate his EDM music into his set. But it was still mostly, it was still mostly, like, his rap music that, like, we all know and love. But then he would, like, kind of insert some EDM, and I'm like, and I'm normal, like, I'm a fan of that type of music, but not, like, the type of the specific type that he (laughs) went with. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to stand here until it's over. And then he ended it with the, ain't no mountain high enough. Um... Because he wanted to send out the positive vibes into the universe for everyone. He's not a vegan anymore. Did you know that? He's not? No. He's just oh, like, wow. he's a, he, he just is into like being conscious of what you're eating. That's kind of like the method he's going with. Isn't that what vegans are? Well, vegans are like, you specifically can't eat like, no dairy, no meat products, no animal products, like nothing like that. Gotcha. So, yeah. But, yeah, enjoyed it. Love that guy. <laughs> um, then we saw Travis Scott. So, we're watching Travis Scott, and during his performance, I decided to go to the merchandise table because I wanted to get something for my brother just in case they didn't have any Travis Scott merchandise for the rest of the weekend. And so I was, like, looking mm-hmm. at all the stuff, and then all of a sudden, Matt goes, not again. <laughs> and he turned around, and people are running! Again! A crowd, a huge crowd of people running. And so I was at the merchandise table, and, like, there were people hopping now, hold on, over. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what, when, when, how far from when, like, Waka's set finished did you see people running? How, how, like, what was it, like, time in between? It had been a while because I was already, I think we maybe ate some food. We were sitting at the merchandise table and then, like, a merchandise area. And then we decided to go get up and, like, get in line and then buy something. So it had, there gotcha. had been some time. And Travis mm-hmm. was already performing at that point. Yeah, yeah. So, um... <clears throat> Yeah, people were hopping over the table into the merchandise tent because they were freaking out. And um, I was like, we're not running this time. (laughs) I'm going to stay here. (laughs) And I'm glad that we did, though, because um, I guess it ended up being nothing again. Right? What happened? It was was nothing. It was that second day. So, all right, you know how there's three stages, right? Mm -hmm. Stage two finished a little bit later right which is the audio max stage some kids that were still lingering by waka stage heard a firework and started running but that was behind i was like away from travis scott stage where were people i saw people running away from travis's stage towards where the merchandise table was where i was yeah i'm talking about that was the first wave of people that were running oh okay so then so then after when people saw people running, they, they started running. Mm. 
You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so you know how like the merchandise tent is like facing the stage. Mm-hmm. Behind the merchandise tent, there was people running. Oh. And people saw people running, and they started running again. So yeah. when that was happening, I was at the Live Skyloft. Mm-hmm. Um. And I I, I I was sitting on a couch, like on the top of the couch. Um, and like I, I like sort of like above on the top floor of the skyloft, and I, I legitimately saw people run in four different directions and then circle around because they weren't sure why they were running. Like they were run, they would run and then stop, and then run a different direction and then stop, and then run a different direction and then stop, and then, and then finally just like scatter. It, it was like the weirdest shit. So I saw that the like the VIP area, they were having people come out, like people having people leave. Um, oh wait, before I before we talk about that though, I have to mention that um, there were people I said that were hopping over the table, so they were, they were getting into the tent, right? The people, uh-huh. the workers at the merchandise tent were like, "No fucking way, get the fuck out!" And they were like, "No, get out, get out!" And they had to like shoo. All these people that were like trying to hide in the tent. Because um, man, everybody knows that that shit is bogus, cat. What didn't help was Travis Scott's set. All right, so l- let me talk a little bit about Travis. Okay. So there, you know how? Oh, well, you probably don't know because you were at Walker's set, right? But in between, in between, um, uh, be, like before Travis's set and when his set started. There's like a long layover time, right? Mm-hmm. But that's because he has his own production. And on yeah. top of having his own production, he brings in his own production team, right? And we don't have a problem when it's a big headliner like Travis, like Cuddy, like Migos, like the big guys, it's not a problem. But when it becomes a problem is when their shit fucks up. So, all right. You probably don't, unless you see a picture, you're not going to remember what I'm talking about. But on Travis's set versus different sets, he had these two snake snake speakers, like these two big-ass front-of-house speakers that were going up, right, on the top of the stage. Mm-hmm. Those were his, brought in by his team. They, they went out, like, hit those speakers blew. Like, the speakers blew. Like, um... Like about five minutes after some people started running, so it was just like the, the timing looked really bad because people thought that we stopped the music on purpose. Travis just like if you were closer to the stage, you can hear that Travis was still rapping. He did it because he has the, the, the in ears, the headsets on, uh-huh. so he thinks his set is still going. Oh, right, he thinks his set is still going, so he's still on stage dancing around and shit and rapping, but no sound is coming out. Oh, but that's because his speaker, his speakers blew. So, so by the time somebody nudged him and let him know, he stopped and started cursing out because he has a headset, right? So he can talk to his production manager. He's like cursing out his production manager, threatening to fire him, get that shit fixed. The speakers are blue, so we needed to disconnect his shit, connect it to our speakers while there's people running for no reason because at this point... Now that people heard that the music stopped, they think something happened. Yeah, it got silent, like, all of a sudden. 
Right. Well, that's the thing. If you were closer to the stage, you can hear the music faintly, like mm-hmm. faintly, like, and you can hear that he's still he's still like dancing and shit, because he didn't know that the music was off basically, because mm-hmm. um, it's still in his in his headset. Um, so we get it fixed, but then we get the audio fixed, but then his video, like, like his video shit got got unsync unsynchronized, so it was like. He needed to get that fixed. He fired his production manager that night. <laughs> he fired his production guy that night. He fucked his whole setup. Well, yeah. I mean, there was definitely, like, a lull in between. And I thought... I saw people... They were leaving the VIP section. There's just, like, a huge wave of people leaving. And then, like, no music was playing. And, like, the lights were on. So I, I actually, like, called your brothers. And I was like, I think we gotta go. <laughs> I think it's over. And I could tell they didn't want to leave yet. And he's like, are you sure? Are you really sure? <laughs> so we waited a little bit. And then the music eventually came back on. But another great thing about people running is that Matt and I were able to get closer to the stage to see the rest of Travis got set. See, Travis knew that it wasn't our fault. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why he said this little message or whatever about the festival and shit. What did he say? He, I didn't see that he said something. He said, you know, that, that Rolling Loud's a growing festival that, that that tries to do things to bring people together. And he, this, is, this is the time where we all got to love each other and hug, hold each other tight. And stop trying, stop trying to push each other. He's talking about the people that were running. Because he saw people running. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they were running for no reason. And this is another time where the, where the, art, the artist knows that nothing happened. <laughs> the, the artist knows nothing happened. Do you think Travis would have stayed on stage? On stage. If, if there was something that happened? Would he have been able to tell right away? In his headset is communication with the security... With the pol- with his police escort, you know what I mean. Like somebody would have told him something, and, mm. and his and his security guard would have would have grabbed him. Mm. Yeah, if you, I didn't, I couldn't see him any uh, where I was because like the video wasn't wasn't playing anymore. Mm-hmm. Wow. But did you see there? Did you see there was anything like any craziness going on in the VIP section? Or was that a different day? No, I, I was I was there. What happened is that the people that were running were hopping the fence of the VIP. Oh. And were running into VIP, so they were getting thrown out by the police that were there. Oh, oh my God. <coughs> so, um, yeah. The rest of the set was good, though. Um, we, How late did you stay? end up staying over there? Skyloft, I was there until like an hour after the show. No, like after the show was ended. So that was the one night that oh. we actually stayed all the way until like the it was over. And we were exiting with all the other people. It was crowded. We were like we were like packed in like sardines and so we were going through the exit, like the main exit, and people were getting really impatient as usual. And so you guys have these like the huge the high fences to kind of like guide you where you should go where the lines go but people were hopping the fence and it was dumb though because there's still another fence that you have to hop over it's like you're not going straight to the parking lot so all these people kept hopping the fence and the fence started like bending 
And then eventually this kid just was like, I'm going to break it. And so he jumped on it, and he was like, kind of like hopping on it so that it would, it would break. And people started chanting, fuck the club up, fuck the club up. And um, it eventually broke, and then people started pouring through that fence only to realize they're still on the fence. <laughs> they need to get there. Yeah, they're trapped in so there. Um, but it was it was funny. It was kind of funny though to watch. And your brothers, I was kind of um, impressed by them because even though they're young, they could tell how stu- how stupid the other kids were being. I'm like, wow, oh, you guys are mature. Yeah, no, they 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 know, man. Like I I come on, like some are you kidding me? Like we. We take the security shit very serious. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we seen what happened at, like, Sunset Music Festival a couple years ago. Ultra a few years ago. Like, EDC and other shit. Like, this shit is serious. Like, and we spent not only a lot of money, but a lot of resources on making sure that this is, like, a secure festival. And it literally is just other fans ruining it for other fans. Mm-hmm. Or trying to ruin it for other fans. Because there's, like, a majority of people. Uh, and this is the other part. After the first day, you know how people said they weren't coming back? Yeah. We have we have data because, you know, you have to scan your wristband, right? There was only seven people that didn't go back. Seven? Seven. And, then, and, and everybody came back on Sunday. Oh, including the seven? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see why you wouldn't. Like, it obviously... Ended. I'm just saying, there was a whole lot of people online saying, I'm That's never true. going back. That's true. I'm never going back. Everybody came back. Um, speaking of ruining things for other fans, while we were still in line to exit, we were packed in, right? Shoulder to shoulder. It was tight. Someone decides to just fart in, oh, the, no. in the line. And that shit permeated. <laughs> no. It... Well, if you ask Matt, it smelled more like someone sharted. Um, but regardless, sure. um, it infected my nostrils. It was horrible. And I'm like, really? Right now? You couldn't have waited? Like, you couldn't have held it in a little longer? Anywho, um, besides that, though, uh, <laughs> we were. it took some time to get onto the road, but we eventually made it. So don't yeah. fart in lines. Please. <coughs> Dear God. So, Sunday. Sunday was Sunday. a completely different, a completely different angle. Sunday to me was the hardest working, the hardest single hardest working day I've ever had in Rolling Loud. Really? Absolutely. Oh, cause, is it because of the rain? Because of the rain? Because not because of the rain, because of the lightning. Okay, yeah. So Matt and I were planning on going like a little earlier that day, um, early in the afternoon. Um, we, but as we were, like, gonna go there, it, like, started raining. It was, like, storming pretty hard, so we're, like, I guess we're gonna go to Target instead and get some, um, what are they called? The things that you wear? Poncho? Ponchos. We got some ponchos. Damn, I could've gave you all some ponchos. I forgot. That's okay. Um, we got some pretty good ones. Um, and then we ate at Pollo Tropical. And waited on the storm. <laughs> what was it Good like? Good place for... to go eat. <laughs> it was okay. It was Mother's Day, so it was like it was empty. <laughs> so 
So what yeah, did you so, guys do uh, during the storm? Because well, I saw that well, every. Don't you want to finish your day? You don't want me to just go in? No, I mean I think we should like break it up at this point. All right. Because I'm curious so, as to what you did. I saw that everything kind of had to go on hold. So um, we we have um, like you know with the fire marshals they have us linked to the states. Um, meteorologist like you know how like there's not there's like a regular news meteorologist and there's a state meteorologist that would let us know ahead of time if we have to postpone something cancel something or evacuate people right mm -hmm. so about an hour before it started raining they told us that we needed to start doing an evacuation procedure um because there's a lightning storm coming and that it was going to take like about an hour right for it to pass by um, that never happened to us before because alright first year of Rolling Loud it rained really hard and we the show like it was like it was like a tropical storm oh but like yeah but it was it was not enough to shut us down because we were indoors you know what I'm saying oh last year you you were there last year mm -hmm. on, on it rained really hard, yeah. but it was still not enough to shut us down. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time that we actually had the state tell us that we need to temporarily stop the show. You know what I mean? And so we're like, okay, we got to handle this now. Um, so we got on the radio. We let, we let the head of security know to make the announcement. We got on. We got an automated message on all the stages, right? And we told everybody to head towards the stadium, right? There's like a thing that's called a helix, a helix in the stadium where it, where it fits everybody, um, and that to hold on there for thirty to for thirty to forty five minutes, um, which ended up being just an hour. Um, but here's the thing, legally. Um, we can't force everybody to go. You see what I'm saying? Like, like you, you, you can suggest because of a lightning storm to move, but you can't force people to move because at that point, everybody has to evacuate, including security. You know what I mean? Oh. Okay. So there was a group of a couple hundred fans that stayed at the main stage. During the storm? Just out during there? The light, during the lightning storm, yeah. And of course, they were idiots. They hopped on stage. <gasps> they um, took bottles bottles of water, started throwing it at each other. Had like a water bottle fight. In the rain, it's already in, there's in, already in, water everywhere. In the rain, yeah. Um, no, like like throwing bottles, not like open bottles, like full bottles. Oh. And throwing it at each other. Um, they, you know, they doing stupid shit you know what i mean just do like tossing trash cans at each other there was a lot of that yeah just, just like messing um, with the trash cans. so then it stopped the rain stopped or the lightning storm passed i mean um and then they let us they let us let everybody back in but by the time that happened security security got on stage and everybody scattered like ants into <laughs> back into the crowd so if if you were there, where would you take shelter in? Like if you were if you were already on the venue at the venue, but you weren't VIP. Like where would you be able to go? 
Well, the like there was like security showing people where in the stadium to go to. Oh, in the stadium. Yeah, in the stadium. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. I guess the stadium's just like open, right? There's not really anything going on in there. No, there's nothing going on. So, um, unfortunately, I had to miss it. So you should talk about how Gatsat went. Unfortunately, it happened before the storm hit. Unfortunately, it happened before the storm hit. No, fortunately, it happened oh, before the storm hit. Um, <laughs> no, his set was good, man. It was it was really good. He, you know, he had Jordan Patrick and Patrick Hughes as a hype man while he was DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was tight. It was it was cool. I saw people in the crowd that knew some of the words. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it was it was fire. You, you know, if you were watching the live stream, you might have caught me on stage. I couldn't get to the live stream. Yeah. I know. I was going to try to um, record it because I know Wally wanted someone to record it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't. It wasn't, like, turning on for me. Damn. That sucks. Yeah. Um, but it was good. It was good. He had his a good time. Al- his outfit was on point. Yeah, facts. He had like a like a three layer outfit, you know what I mean? It's all about and the layers. He, he just peeled it off as 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 the set went on. He's like Lady Gaga at the Met Gala. Exactly. That's that's what I thought of too. Exactly. <clears throat> so eventually the storm passed, we got in. Um when we got there, like I know that the schedule was kinda like being had to shuffle things around. So when we got there, um, I think, who was performing at the time? I thought, was Smoke Perp there on Sunday? Yeah, we had to move him to another stage. Yeah, so he was there, and that was fun. And then um, there were another people that, it was like City, not City Girls. City Um, Morgue. City Morgue. They're performing. Them boys are wild. They are very crazy. And um, just the pit was alive. And Matt saw someone throw a whole pineapple up in the air. How the the fuck did they get a pineapple? I don't don't know. I don't even know how that happened. But it just went up in the air. I must have hurt whoever landed on it. I wasn't expecting it. Probably. Um, So we stayed there for a little bit. I was like, I can't tell if I'm scared or excited or both. But we had to make sure we got, we were in time for Meg the, the Stallion. So we went over to the um, the other stage. Um, but someone else was performing instead. Denzel Curry, we saw him. But who was before Denzel Curry and Megan the Stallion? T Grizzly. We accidentally saw him. Um, there's someone Wait. else before that, though. T Grizzly was after Meg the Stallion, though. Right. <coughs> well, anywho. I think Meg was the first one on that stage after the rain delay. Really? Yeah, she was the first one on that stage because I was there. Okay. So we were waiting and we were like, all right, we're kind of thirsty. We ended up hitting up the Monster Energy installation. That was a good suggestion, right? It was a good suggestion. Free Monster Energy. The tea lemonade one is, an, is actually not too bad. So we got our drinks, and then I saw that Meg was starting. I'm like, oh, my God, we have to go right now. And they wouldn't let me leave the place. 
before I finished the drink. So I was like, I have to drink this so fast. But it was cool. Though. It was a cool spot to just, like watch her from. Yeah. Saw because you got the screens. They're huge. You could see everything. Um, no one was dancing though at the Monster Energy thing. Yeah. I feel Why like people that drink Monster don't dance. Probably. Probably not. Except for me. Um, but that was quite refreshing. Then after we chugged our Monster, we ran over to Meg the Stallion, saw her up close for a little bit, and it was glorious. Regardless of the short amount of time that it was near her, it was still glorious. She's so great. I went on her Wikipedia page. I just learned about her life. It's very interesting. Do you, do you yeah, know that she's, she's a she's she's a third year in uh, it's like health management. That's her major. She's incredible. She's incredible. Um, and you got to talk to her, right? Yeah, multiple times. Yeah, I want to be. I want to know her. But we got See, there, huh? She she got, she made me real sad the other day. Why? I got a phone call from her, and you know I got to pick up and make the salad calls. Obviously, me, you know what I mean, yeah. Um, so we booked her, um, way early, like super early before people really got on the wave. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah. And her mom was actually her manager. Right. Um, so the check was made out to the W-9 that was provided, but I didn't know that that was out to her mom's company. So when I gave her the check, um, you know, she didn't see it until later on, but she called me to tell me that, you know, her mom passed away. Yeah. And I was like, damn. All right, I'll send you another check. Aww. I felt bad. He didn't necessarily know that it was to her mom to specifically, right? Yeah, I know. I know. You're not unlike the radio DJ who was interviewing her and was just like asking her why she doesn't travel with her mom anymore. And she was like, um, yeah. So we ended up, the plan was we we're going to stay in that, at that same stage for a while because there were a bunch of people that we wanted to see. Um, Denzel Curry was one of them, Lil Nas X, DMX, um, yeah, so we just stayed in that area for a while. And who started? Denzel Curry. His was cool. His sound was really cool because he brought out that band. Were you able to hear the band? Um, A little bit. It wasn't as loud as I thought it was going to be, but I could hear it. Okay. But yeah, I expected it to be a lot louder. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see his tweet? Yeah. He was mad that the crowd that the crowd didn't react to the band, but I heard a lot of people say that they couldn't even hear the band. Hmm. Like a what lot of people were saying that they stayed quiet to hear the band that they couldn't hear it. <laughs> oh yeah, I I mean I could I think I heard him, but I definitely felt like it should have been like more like louder. And we're obvious, mm -hmm. but it was still really cool. Um, and then um, next up was DMX. Still got it. That guy still got it. 
Yeah, that was a, I had an interesting convo with DMX. About what? Um, about life, man. Like, I I I just like I asked him, like, what what drives him like now? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Because like, I mean, I obviously I don't want to say it like this, but I know that he needs the money, right? Mm-hmm. You know, to pay a lot of the the legal fees and shit that he has from his other shit but like what what drives him to keep going at the pace that he's going and then like because like i mean he's he just came off tour you know what i'm saying he just like he's working with other artists he's working with kanye like like what what's what's keeping him active in a game like that instead of just being a guy that just just tours just to make money you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then he was like um he told he said something sad man he said that he doesn't feel like he's connected with his kids anymore. He wants he wants to be connected to other kids, so he does festivals like Rolling Wild. Oh, didn't he bring his kid? One of them, yeah. Oh. Well, he yeah. did a good job. The crowd was very hyped up, including me, to see him. Yeah, I was I was real hyped for his set. Um. So then Lil Nas X was right after him, and Matt and I that, were like... That crowd, that crowd popped for Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, yeah. I was really hoping that he would bring him out, and I'm so glad he did. Um, we were in there. We were in the crowd in the middle of it, and as soon as the music started, everyone pulled their phones out, including me, so I can't judge, but it was a lot of phones. <laughs> um, yeah. And... It was a short set. It was like ten minutes, <laughs> but it was I mean, really what, fun. He, he don't got other songs. You know? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, what, so did you did you get to talk? You, to, um, what? what? What do you? Uh, how do I say this? Uh, did you see? Did you see Billy Ray Cyrus's tweet? Yeah, how um, it was probably like his favorite festival or something. Yeah, people shitted on us because of that. Why? They, Why? They, they were like. Billy Ray Cyrus did Coachella. Oh no, they were shitting on him. They were shitting on him, not us. Oh, that's funny. But did he perform with Lil Nas X at Coachella? Um, I don't think so. No. Okay. I mean, he did do he did do like countless of uh, country festivals though. Oh, well, I feel like this is a little different. You know, mm-hmm. like the crowd's gonna be a little bit different. Um. Did you so? Did you get to talk to either one of them? Talked to Little Nas X. He's kind of weird, but I didn't talk to Billy Ray Cyrus. What makes him weird? I mean, I know he's like, you can tell he's definitely kind of a troll on Twitter, or maybe not a troll, but like a meme type person. He's a meme in real life too. A meme in real life, yeah. Yeah. I want him to be successful. I hope that. People, I like the Panini song that he did. He needs another hit. He does. Um, and I heard, I, I heard through the grapevine that his um, his video shoot didn't go as planned. The original plan that he was supposed to have, uh, on top of all the people he had in the video, did you did you see the video? Yeah, I watched it yesterday. Yeah, he he was supposed to have Meg Thee Stallion, Travis Scott. 10k cash and the game 
in the music video and they all declined. Oh. Why? I don't know. No idea. I can see Meg the Stallion being in there. She's always in the cow cowgirl aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still good. They still had a lot of people in there. I know, but they keep missing that star power. Say what? Kat, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, sorry. I switched uh, earpods. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I wouldn't have, like, I guess it would have been cool if Travis Scott was in it, but I would have never expected him to be in the music video. <laughs> like, I feel like that's why, kind why, of... Why not? I feel like that's kind of... Travis Scott would be kind of out of his league, almost. Yeah, I can see that. He still had some pretty big names, though, regardless of those people not showing up. Rico Nasty was in there. Not as big as Chris. You think Rico Nasty's a big name? No, no. I meant to say I had. I don't know if I had said this um, while we were having the iPhone issues, but he had like Chris Rock and Diplo. Um, who else was there? He had a bunch See? of other people, including Rico Nasty. Gotcha. Um, I thought it was a good music I'm, video, though. I, I was very entertained. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Rico Nasty, I saw this girl that looks just like her. Actually, that just reminds me. Shout out to the Twitch Twitter chat because I got to meet with some of them at Rolling Loud. <laughs> they, um, it was like a, like literally like a two minute high and by situation, but. They came out. Of course. You know what I mean? Some of them came out because of me. Because of uh, tickets? Yeah. That they won? That's cool. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, alright, who else did you see on Sunday? Okay, so after Lil Nas X, then, um, hmm. Accidentally saw T Grizzly. Because we were waiting for <laughs> someone else to see. Chicken on. legs? Yeah. Um, I think there was, like, a lull. Um, where we were just kind of like hanging out, um, but then we saw Gucci Mane, and then um, Playboy Cardi, and a little bit of little Uzi Burt, and um, then you should have saw all of Uzi. That shit that was crazy. I know, but we wanted to see some of Wiz Khalifa and Currency, but um, we realized that like we don't really. We didn't really listen to 2009, so we didn't really know so did the they song. Only, did they only perform that album? No, but like, no, they didn't, but like most of it was that album, and so oh. we weren't that familiar with it, so we're like, we can actually it's a good go. Album. Yeah. It's a good album. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to see, we wanted to make sure we saw some of Uzi, and then we didn't really see, we heard Tyga from afar. Um. Oh damn! I just realized we missed Joey Badass. Oh, that's sad. Um, Gucci Mane was really good though. Yeah. Um, he did all the hits, including all the new stuff, and he brought his wife again, which is really sweet. Um. But Playboy Cardi, there were is it okay? Is it just me or was there like some awkward like silences in between his songs? 
Cardi got mad that there were people in the crowd not turning up. Like, so he's specifically not moshing. Like, but that's that's part of his set, though. If you look at, like, his Coachella set and everywhere else that he does, he'll just stop and, like, yell at people. Yeah, he seemed like he was getting very irritated. He, he, yeah. he kept saying, like, I know what you're waiting for. I know you're waiting for it. Like, it's coming. I'm like, what are people waiting for? <laughs> um, And did he, does he, I think he said something about having asthma. That's part of his set also. That he has he asthma? Does that, he does that to lead into, breathe in, breathe out. Oh. That's part of his set. Okay, I was like, is that why he has to, like, <laughs> that, is that why there's, like, these silences in between? Because he has to catch his breath? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, Cardi, Cardi has a lot of songs now, so he like does snippets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does have a lot of music. Um, and then we also saw Kid Cudi at the end. Little Pump, we watched from like really far away. I was like, Oh, oh. my god, Little Pump set was crazy. Also, I know. I I was all the way on the other side of the venue because we were like. I think we were waiting for Gucci Mane or something like that. I don't know. We were all the way on the other side, but I could hear a little pump from all the way across the venue, and I'm like, damn, maybe we should be over there right now. <laughs> um, so, real quick, let me say, I, you know, obviously there's stuff, there's things I can't talk about, but one day when everything gets cleared up with Uzi, mm-hmm. <coughs> as a team, like I know that Rolling Loud definitely got to tell a story about about Uzi and Rolling Loud and how Why? we literally went the extra mile to make sure that he performs. I want to know. I would like to see it. I would like to hear it. So yeah, that was that. that we made sure we went above and beyond to make sure Uzi performs. Nardwar finally got to interview him. No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. I thought I saw him. A I video mean, he of interviewed. Him. He interviewed him. It was the same same length as his last interview when he <laughs> ran. Did he run that time? Yeah. Oh my god. He Nardwar was like, "In Rolling Loud, you're used. You're known for jumping." And then he started running. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, all right. So one day, whenever you can share that story, please do. Yeah. Um. So, Kid Cudi, you said you cried. I did. Which song was it that you cried? <clears throat> First, let me tell you, I didn't want to go to the Skyloft. I didn't want to be around a lot of rich people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, I went on stage, like on the side of the stage, um, and I saw Quavo. Um, I saw my homie Matias. Uh, he's a photographer. He's Bad Buddy's photographer. Oh, cool. Um, uh, Quavo, um, Takeoff, and Sweetie. Mm-hmm. I say what's up to Quavo. I don't know. I don't know Takeoff. Sorry to say that. You know what I mean? Oh, he's, he's my. He's in a bad mood. He's in my. He's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So I say what's up to Quavo though, and I waved at Sweetie, um, and Cuddy on stage. <coughs> So, Cuddy has a lot of hits, like mm-hmm. a lot of hits. 
he was just going back to back to yeah. back to back on it. Um, and then he started playing Reborn. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, I just start crying. Like, and then I look, I look to my left, and Quavo's crying. <laughs> and he, he, and he's like, I'm gonna try to talk like Quavo, but I sound sick. Ah oh, man, this should hit different life. While he's wiping his face. <laughs> Is this before or after he performed with Kid Cudi? No, before he he came out like towards the end of the set. Mm. <coughs> Reborn was one of his first few songs. <clears throat> so you know, he came out. They did Lost. Um, it's on Quavo's album. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know, it was honestly how what I thought was gonna happen because I knew Offset wasn't there because he was spending Mother's Day with Cardi B, right? What mm-hmm. I thought was gonna happen is that Takeoff was gonna come out also, and that Cuddy was gonna be like Amigo. <laughs> he was gonna be Offset, and they were gonna do like Vatabuji together or something. You know what I mean? That's not what happened. No. I forgot that they had that song together. Um, so they stayed there watching the rest of the set after he performed. Um, and yeah, like I, I cried twice because then, like, towards the end of the set, it kind of just hit me, like, oh my gosh, like, you did. I it. went through a lot this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Cuddy was like the best, the best way to end the show because it was like there were no shenanigans. Nobody's gonna disrespect Cuddy like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there was a massive crowd there for Cuddy. Um, all the other stages, like they were, I felt back and they were kind of empty. So they were all there for Cuddy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it worked out. It was a beautiful way to end the show. Mm Mhm. It gets you in your feelings. Yeah. At the end. So everyone was just crying. Yeah, we were all just crying. It was a pretty, pretty um sensitive moment. (laughs) So, what time did you leave that night? What time did you leave the venue that night? Like four. Four? What are you doing yeah. between like the end of the Kid Cudi set and? We have like post show meetings and shit like that. Mm. And then afterwards, I have to we like like try to find something to eat. Mm. Like everywhere's closed. What? Oh, like anywhere near us was closed. Um. And we finally found this diner. It was really gross. <laughs> gross, like the food was bad, or like the it wasn't clean. It was the food was not good. Um, but I needed to be up in a couple hours because I had like the post show wrap up with like everybody. Um, honestly, like if I could reflect a little bit on Rolling Loud, right? Mm-hmm. I I will stand by this when I say that it was our best rolling loud. Not only not only did we did we have on an artist standpoint because I talked talked to multiple people about it. I talked to Little Pump. I talked to Gunna. Um, talked to Little Baby. Twenty One. I talked to multiple people about it, and they all said like it's such a big improvement on an artist standpoint mm-hmm. from any other year. <clears throat> but also. Everything that happened was literally not our fault. Can't control the weather. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then when that weather thing happened, 
we handled it literally the best way possible and as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was literally only an hour delay. Um, can't control what people in the, the trolls in the crowd are yelling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like and and we can't we can't stop people from running when other people are running. You know what I mean? Um, you can't every, can, like literally. What? I was gonna say you can't control like Lil Wayne not wanting to be um, searched by the police, <laughs> but that's good that he specified that it wasn't Rolling Loud's fault. Yeah, exactly. That's something that's on Wayne because even like you know we had him booked for an after party that same night, mm-hmm. and he gave he gave the after party people the same shit. I don't know, whatever. It was cool. I had a lot of fun. I'm tired of shit. I'm sick because of it. How about you, Kat? Did you have fun? I did have fun. And um, I also, for the most part, was relaxed most of the time. Well, like, except for when we were running and stuff. But, like, I I didn't feel like I was dead. Last year, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was dead at the end of the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, it was, it was good. Um, I there were multiple sets where I was like, man, I had a really good time. I just think about it, I'm like, that was really fun. So, Thanks. and I got my brother <coughs> an Astro World hat, so I'm excited to give him that because he was taking the MCAT that weekend, so I needed to get him something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and your brother is reminding me of my brother, so it's like, oh, that's fire. <laughs> Gotta make sure that they get home okay so not everybody had a great rolling wild weekend transition to our sports segment <laughs> yeah cat takes on sports josh jackson he's a, an nba player he was at rolling loud and he was while well, he was vip he was trying to sneak people who were not VIP into the VIP section. Yeah, he was giving his credential, and then, like, they were throwing it back at him. So he was, like, sneaking people in, and they were throwing it at him so he could get in. It who were these people shit. that he was sneaking in? Women. Oh, that he was just meeting? He would just, he'll be, he'll be there, he'll see them, be like, come here, you know. Oh, my God. And then, so he kept doing that. How many times did he do that? Multiple times. Throughout the weekend? No, just that the one day. Just Saturday? Uh-huh. And so eventually security caught on, and they did not care who he was at all whatsoever. And they're like, you need to get out. Do you think they knew, they knew who he was? No. I, I, don't, I wouldn't know who he was if I saw him. Well, he was very offended that security didn't know who he was, and he was, like, asking them, do you know who I am? No. <laughs> no, and we do not he said, care. I'm Josh Jackson from the Phoenix Suns, and security was like, so? <laughs> Get out. And he left. How long was he there for at the festival? I don't think he went Friday. I think he was just there that Saturday. Like, um, how long was he there? Do you know? I'm not sure. Uh... Mm. 
Um, so, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Do you think that, like, a, if he was more well-known, he would have been able to get away with it? Are you asking if, if LeBron... Yeah. If LeBron wanted to escort hoes into VIP? Yes. LeBron wouldn't have to do that because I'd bring him in for him. Okay, then. So, Josh Jackson sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. He went out bad. And honestly, he sucks. Like the way he plays? Yeah, he plays for the Suns. Oh. Imagine, imagine playing for the Suns. Um, imagine I don't playing know. in Phoenix. Ugh. Oh yeah. <laughs> imagine being in Phoenix. Imagine yeah. living there. Yeah, no, couldn't be me. Mm. That shit is hot. Can't as relate. Fun. Cannot relate. Well, do you do you think he'll be back? Nope. It's every year that we get one athlete every year that gets arrested at Rolling Loud. Really? Yeah, it was one athlete every year. Oh, he got arrested. Yeah, he got arrested. Oh, I, so you didn't even read what the whole thing was. So when security tried to check him, right, he ran. Like, I, I don't even know why he ran. He ran, and then the security, like, like tackled him. And um, then they arrested him because they, they, they thought that he was resisting. But, all right, so they were like, you can't come in. And he was like, I'm Josh Jackson. And they were like, no, you can't come in. And then he just ran. Like, he just started running. He looked really suspicious. Yeah. <clears throat> I seen the video of him running. It looks so sus. I, I didn't read if, like, maybe they found something on him or whatever. Maybe they might have found some drugs or something. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, I guess that was... <laughs> They did not care. They did not care who Josh Jackson was. Yeah, no. Um, and yeah, probably won't be back. But did we do? Are we doing a two minute tantrum? No, I got another. Uh, okay, I, <laughs> I was. I, I was I can't gonna. Rant what I want to rant about right now. I was gonna try to transition into into that, but I was like, I don't even think we're gonna do a two minute tantrum this episode. No. Regardless, they though, that I was. I can't rant about the fans right now. No. You're supposed to do a shout-out to the fans, not a rant about the fans. No, shout they, out to... you know certain ones. You know the ones. No, I can't remember. No, you know the ones. But okay. Okay, I know the ones. I do. Um, how, so, Josh Jackson, pretty cringy. Um, cringe moment of the week. <laughs> what a lazy transition. <laughs> I know. I know. It's not my best. Cringe moment of the week. We actually have three cringe moments for you guys this episode. Um, it's been a while since we've been back, and obviously a lot of cringy things has happened have happened since the last time we recorded. So here they are. So the first one, um, Wilson found this. Um, Terrence Howard is apparently a mathematical genius. <laughs> apparently. He discovered a new shape. A new shape that's never been, you know, people at Oxford don't even know this stuff. He had to educate them. And so he went on The View to show off his, the shape that he discovered and to explain how it shows that two, the square square root of two is indeed a rational number. 
But that might be the only thing rational. <coughs> here is the clip. What's that? Well, I'm going to talk about this since we're here. Go ahead. Okay. Now, a couple years ago, I did an article for the Rolling Stones, and they said I was crazy because right. I was telling them that the square root of two was a rational number. This is the proof yeah. that the square root of two is a rational number. Well, it's you the, went to Oxford yeah. to present, to right? To talk about this. Yes. <laughs> and when I was at Oxford, now this is the point where four bubbles meet equally and oppositely. Can I touch it? Yes. And it's where 12 planes mm -hmm. meet. This is an undiscovered geometry that I'm now making known to the world here on this show. Isn't that oh, fantastic? They were so upset because how can a man that didn't graduate from one of their prestigious schools come and tell them that the square root of two was a rational number? And I said, I didn't come to tell you guys this. I just came to prove to you mm -hmm. that it's a rational number. And they were, they didn't like it. They didn't like it. They didn't like it. Nobody likes me. Why did you like it? Because you, you didn't go to Oxford? Well, because. That I'm aware of? Well, you have to remember, our entire world economy is based on one times one equaling one. So if you can mm. prove that an action times an action equals a reaction, which science proves, then one times one must equal more than one. And to have the physical proof of it, that kind of shakes things up a bit. Well, you're a shaker-upper. Well, the Oxford yeah. well, <laughs> What's he talking about, man? <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, I, um, you know what, though? What if he's right? What if he actually knows what he's doing and he's actually a genius? Because this kind of reminds me of so Blink-182. <laughs> this reminds me of Blink-182. Um, what's his face? What's the name of the guy on Blink-182 who, he's not listening to me. Um, which one is it? He, it, he like, is really... Tom DeLong. Okay. He is, like, really, really into aliens. He's been so... He's been like that for the past few years. And he's, like, talks about aliens all the time. And recently, he's been, like... His work about aliens has been included in, like, some science research. Like, actual research. And, like, so he has recently been very, like, validated and feeling vindicated because people thought he was crazy. But no, it's like I'm actually like discovering shit and research, yeah. things like that. So what if <laughs> Terrence Howard actually is onto something? Who knows? What if? Or maybe he's just crazy. More than know. likely. Um. So next up is at the Met Gala. Gala? Is it Gala or Gala? Met Gala? Met Gala? Met Gala? Who knows? It's a mystery. Um, Tiffany Haddish was complimenting a woman, and a reporter who was not Tiffany Haddish <laughs> tried to compliment the same person in the same fashion. Did not go very well. Here it is. She listen. First of all, there's so much surrounding things that are happening here that I, that I, like Tiffany Haddish herself was very cringe. I 
like her. I I can't do it. I can't do it. <sighs> well, she's not as bad as the Tiffany Haddish wannabe in the video. Well, you're right. You're right. And our last cringe moment is an epi- a clip from Wife Swap. For some reason, they decided to bring this show back. Here is the clip. My husband is the boss of my house. Yikes. See, that's different. She's the boss here. My hubby does not like to be told what to do. Uh-huh. I bless his soul. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm, I'm Hamani. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. Hi. Ava. Ava, hi. Hi. Welcome to our house. Thank you. Are you part Indian? You I am. Indian. Okay. Yes, yes. I'm not a housewife, though. I don't know about five hours a day in the kitchen. What kind of work do you do? I'm a battalion chief of the fire department, one of the largest in the metro Atlanta area. I want to be a firefighter. <laughs> you want to be a firefighter? Firefighters, they're always sitting around playing cards, doing nothing. Meeting Jack is definitely interesting. I'm thinking he's such a caveman. He's so rude. Do you? Oh, I definitely cook. Fresh meals, fresh food. What? Yes. You look in the refrigerator, I have pre-made food. It's the same thing every day because my wife does not cook. So let's get right to the point. Do you cook? No. Jack, do you cook? No. You can't cook or you don't want to cook? Cooking is for women. Wow. Okay. So in Missy's manual, she mentioned a saying you have about the old bar needing a new coat of paint. You see women that wear absolutely no makeup at all, and they might need a little something, something. My wife, she'll put on makeup before I get home and look all nice. I normally don't. I normally don't. Well, we'll see how you look tomorrow. Maybe if I need to coach her up a bit here and there, you know, and everything. Oh, brother. I don't know why anyone would um, why anyone would sign up for that show. Do you get money? Why don't they ever do a husband swap? That's a good question. I don't know. Make make the make the wife the dominant one in this situation, right? Mm-hmm. The husband normally does this and this in our household, and the husband would be... And I'm sure you'll get husbands who are like, I don't ever take care of kids. Exactly. What? I never cleaned. <laughs> hmm, that's a good question. It should just be swap, spouse swap. Oh, that's hard to say. Spouse swap. Spouse swap. Yeah. Spouse swap. Would you ever sign up for that for money? No. Um... No, because I don't want some stranger, like, living in my house. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. I never actually watch that, but do they sleep in the same bed? No, no way. That can't be a thing. No. But, like, that can't be allowed. They don't don't just go home at the end of the day. They they actually, like, live there. I guess that's the point. I would do, like, a pet swap. Hang out with other people's pets. Yeah. Would you do a roommate swap? No. I want to swap with anything. Yeah, really, the idea of the swapping of the wife or husband is awkward. It's cringy. Don't do it. 
So oh, this is cat. this is you know the what today is? yeah. What is today? It's the anniversary of that picture that you're showing me. Yeah. So how long has it been? Two or three years. Two years. Two years. Officially legit has officially been going on for two years now. Well, not going Wilson on. Just showed, well, in the works. In the works. Why don't we? In the works. Wilson just showed me the picture of us when we met for the first time, and well, taught like met in person for the first time, and that's that was the beginning. I actually wore that shirt in that picture. I wore that yesterday. Fire. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I, I need to get new clothes. Shirt in that picture in a very long time. You should wear it. I don't know where it is. I think mm. what's her face took it. Mm. So, not getting it back. Um. So this is the last episode of season four. Um. Sixty nine episodes. <laughs> and we're gonna be coming back in when? When are we gonna be coming back? For the two-year anniversary of Officially Legit in August? Yes. So there's kind of a a break there. No, is Um, it July or is it August? I think it's August. No, I'm going to find out right now. Hold on. Okay, we're going to find out right now. Um, In the meantime, I really, really want to do a karaoke karaoke party. I'll be in Tampa next weekend. I can't do next weekend. Why not? Because I have to... Because I have to do things. So, well, maybe we could do... We'll figure it out after the after this. But I'm talking like a oh karaoke God, party. Oh my it is August. August 8th. That's a long time. Yeah, I'm so thinking we can that record, we do... We can record that, though, like in late July. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true. Um, but I want to do like a karaoke party or something like in the middle, but... In, of that break so that there's something like we have something going on um and it's it'll be fun we haven't done one of those in a long time when are we when are we dropping a summertime playlist you know what we can do it right now nah fuck it we're, we're, we're thinking about this wrong we gotta drop three summertime playlists like a volume one two and three right oh shit okay so this episode drops on Wednesday right mhm I think I'm going to stream before that, if I feel better before that. But if not, I'm streaming sometime this week. Um, we could drop the first summertime playlist, like, next week at some point. Mm-hmm. Drop another one in June, like, at the end of June. Drop another one at the end of July. And then we'll pop up with the next season. Love it. Season right, five. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Officially legit. That was the worst season of Dexter. Yeah, this is when things get kind of shitty. But however, Parks and Rec, though, season five is pretty good. What, what was season five of Parks and Rec? I forgot. Um, I think it's when they do the Harvest Festival. Oh, that was pretty good. If that was, if that's the case, that was pretty good. No, never mind. The Harvest Festival is season three. <laughs> season five, Miss Nope goes to Washington. That was a pretty funny... Okay, anywho... Um, <laughs> we, it won't be shitty though. We're just, I think over the past few, like, as we've gone on, I think our seasons have been getting better and, um, I'm excited for possibly getting some new 
equipment, things like that. Um, if you guys, if you guys have anything that you'd like us to start incorporating into um, the new season, let us know. You know, we mentioned this before. We talk about sports because you guys wanted us to talk about sports. Um, and to think, you know, if you have any um, topics, anything like that, just let us know. Yeah, and honestly, this has been a very uh, busy season for us. Both. Yes. Um, the because schedule, the just... schedule for recording and for putting out episodes have been extremely off. Yeah. But that's just because we both have been busy. Yeah, I feel like the place that we, when we first started, both Wilson and I were, were in different phases of like our lives and our careers at the time and now like two years late two years later we're like in places where like we are busier and we are doing more things but the podcast is still very really much very much important to us so um we're evolving and we're growing yeah make sure you follow our uh playlist on apple music and spotify Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And follow us on Twitter at Two Official Too Legit. You can follow me on all socials uh, at WZ Happening. You know, I'm still single for the summer. I don't know how I'm gonna be in August. I may be single, maybe not. So while I'm single, oh. send all the nudies, please. Um, make sure you follow the Twitch at Team Rolling Loud, so you can uh, get a chance to win Rolling Loud Bay Area tickets, which I'm gonna be doing competitions for that soon. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram under Catlin Design. And I guess if you want to like get a status for me every few weeks or so on Facebook under Catlin. Yeah. Everybody have a good summer and let's not forget that it's not your choice, it's the woman's choice always. Take it easy. Yes, exactly. See ya. Okay, bye.